You know, and we all have our 15 minutes of fame, and I'd like to take a couple of my 15 minutes to talk about the rights and the wrongs in the world of professional wrestling. This match is for the ECW World Heavyweight Championship! Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. It is Mr. Green, and you are listening to the Rights and Wrongs, a pro wrestling podcast. It's been a good while. 2020 is uh, is over. We are, as I'm recording this now, it is the first month of 2021. Uh, hopefully, you, amongst a lot of people out there, were able to survive it without uh, much incident. Uh I had a, a, a touch of some of the stuff that was floating around in uh, 2020 myself, so but uh, I'm back in back in, in good spirits and everything's uh, is moving along. So uh, I'm happy to be back and, and doing this 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 podcast again. I'm, and I know we had some some videos that were going up on our YouTube channel. If you are listening to this and you haven't gone to the YouTube channel yet, you know please do go and subscribe. Especially now, holy cow! Especially now, because let me tell you, uh, especially going through it this last year, every bit of support, whether that be just liking the videos, uh, subscribing to the channel, following, uh, sending a dollar, whatever the case may be, every little bit that has happened helps. Uh, believe you me, and I know that I'm not the only person out there, so I do not take it for granted for anybody that's uh, supported in any way that they can to this uh, this this whole thing that the Women's Pro Wrestling Network. Um, you know, thank you very much. But anyway, on on with the show. How have you all been out there? I, uh, <laughs> you know, it's amazing. I don't know how I, I think I addressed this once before and how I gotten to be somewhat of a, uh, unofficial representative of why or something like that. Maybe because I'm one of the few people that actually has reported or talked about them to some degree that, that probably is, is it because, you know, every so often I'll, I'll look into my emails and I'll see, Hey, do you, you know, I think about why is why coming back uh to say nothing of the fact that if you go to their facebook page that's like every other comment when you guys come back on tv when you guys coming back did you get another tv deal or you know whatever the case may be so let's just go ahead and clarify some of this again for those who are are not really aware of what wow is and and the standing of wow as it is currently wow was canceled I, I don't think a lot of people, particularly on that channel, excuse me, not that channel, on that page, I don't think a lot of the fans who are on that page are aware of the fact that WoW was canceled. 
while it was no longer broadcasting on Access TV. It's not on some sort of hiatus. They were released by the company. Uh, one thing that WOW does not do a good job at is in terms of their television standing is that they do not share this information with their fan base. I don't know why they keep people in the dark like that. They They don't bother to say, look, we're no longer... I'm not asking you to say that we're canceled, but you can tell your followers we're no longer associated with Access TV. Uh, we're looking for a new television home, something, anything, just to shut them up and move on about your business. But they never do that. What they wind up doing on their Facebook page and Instagram and everything else is they keep constantly show these photos over and over and over again. And then when people say something or or ask questions they'll give a response something like if they give a response stay tuned big things are happening and they're always very vague like that they've done that for years now and i i do not understand why this whole cycle of wow continues to do what it does just go ahead and tell your followers we are looking, we're trying to find a new place, and move on. It's, it's not something for them for you to be ashamed of. Things like that happen on TV all the time. But anyway, the last time that they aired on Access Television was November 23rd, 2019. That was the last broadcast that WoW had on Access TV. Some people are going to be questioning, well, why were they canceled? That when they were, you know, uh, Access seemed like they were very happy with them, you know, and publicly they were. They, you know, they talked about them very glowingly. You know, we we never had anybody, you know, give us the kind of social media interaction that this, this show has given. <clears throat> and all of those things are true. But the problem was is is pretty much what happens with you know other other television television issues over the years when a new regime comes in and they start to take over they come in with their regime they come in with their ideals they come in with their uh uh the, not I don't say bosses but their their employees and people that they want to put in place of whoever was doing the job before and it's not a secret now. I mean, some of you may know. I mean, this is old news, but I will recap it. Anthem, the owners of Impact Wrestling, purchased Access TV. Now, before that happened, Access TV did put themselves out kind of on the market a little bit. You know, uh, I know, I believe Steve Harvey at one point was, was if he wasn't in the, if his name wasn't being juggled around to somebody to purchase it, then I believe his name was being juggled as one of the people who would be on the board for it, something along those lines. But uh, ultimately, and you know that that's not a here nor there. Now, Access TV was purchased by Anthem. Anthem owns Impact Wrestling, so it's not a big surprise that not only did Wild lose his spot, but also New Japan lost his spot. And you know, not for nothing, because Access TV wanted to. Well, let me rephrase that. Anthem wanted to put the focus as a wrestling product on its on the product that it owns. It owns Impact. And so based on that alone, New Japan and WoW became expendable. 
Now, the difference here is that New Japan was going to survive that. New Japan is not built off of, well, if we don't have access TV, then we just got to stop. New Japan has other stuff. New Japan has New Japan World. New Japan has television deals elsewhere. New Japan, of course, exists in Japan, so they're not going to die off just based on, oh, man, we lost access TV, so what was us? Uh, wow, on the other hand, I don't know, man. You know, that this is, what, the fourth major hiatus that WoW has had. That I, and I'm doing this off the top of my head, so don't uh, you know, <laughs> don't don't quote me on that. You may have to fact check this, but I know when they ran originally, it, it, we're talking back in 2000 and 2001, they went off, and then they were off for almost 15 years, and then they shot uh, some episodes. I want to say t- around 2013. Uh, then they went back on hiatus. Because those episodes had to air through their website. So that was the second hiatus. Then they came back uh, when they shot more episodes off of their their website. Uh, And then that went into a hiatus, I think, for another year. And then they got Access TV. uh, We we won't count the the breaks off that they took with Access TV. Because I think they did take one break and they came back for new episodes. And then we had this one, which just ended in 2019, and now we're on, this This is it. This is the fourth hiatus that they've had at great length. And like always, it is, hey, guys, stay tuned. Uh, I am not going to be one to bet against WoW. For whatever reason. I mean, now, what Genie Buzz sees in this at this point, I don't know. And I don't say that as a knock against WoW or anybody that works with WoW or whatever the case may be. But what she sees in doing this, I I have no idea. I was like, this, I can't see what what's the, what's the point of having a show that keeps coming and going and coming and going and coming and going. You've been doing this for 20 years now. 20 years. WoW started in 2000. I mean, even if even if we just take it off the last couple of months, 2001 is, is still 20 years. It is too long for you to keep doing this all the time. And it's like, when do you learn to try to take a different path? I'm not saying fold up shop. I'm not saying quit. I'm not saying, you know, well, we, we're finished here, guys. Let's just be done. But if you're going to go for it, then then do something. Else. Like at, at this point, if you haven't come up with a backup plan to how to operate while without the benefit of doing, you know, what you're doing now, then it's, it's what's, the, what's the phrase? It's time to piss and get off the pot. You know, I think it's coming to that. I know WoW has a lot of a lot of fans, and I know they have a lot of people like, oh, man, I miss it. This, they got great wrestling, this, that, and the other. They, they got people that really enjoy the product. But how many times, how can you keep asking them to just wait over and over and over again, especially in this environment? WoW is not the only game in town anymore. I said this in one of those old promo, well, not promos, one of those old podcasts I had. 
uh, a couple of years ago. It was a different era when WoW first was created. There was no Shimmer and Shine and Girl Fight and WSU and, you know, all, all these other things. That, that didn't exist. So, you know, WoW stood out and on his own. And for all intents and purposes, when it came on TV, it stood on his own because they were respected and regarded in the television industry. It's like, oh, man, this is the only women's professional wrestling product in the world. Because, let's be honest, most of those TV executives are not going to be browsing through the internet to try to find a girl fight, a WSU, a Shine, a Shimmer, or or even a WPN. You know, they're, they're not looking through that to find us. That's just not how it is. So, you know, if it's on television, then it means, hey, it exists. It is the biggest of the big. And, you know, that's an arguable point. But one thing that they they keep falling back into the trap of is everything I'm saying right now. It is rinse and repeat. We get TV, the TV goes away, then we go away. And we just keep making stuff and or or trying to talk about it or keep keep the interest up and then one day we just pop back up and it lasts for a little while and then it goes then it goes away. And every time they do this, it's it's like we, we they gotta start from a clean slate all over again because the people that are involved in WoW have to move on. They can't wait for WoW to come through. Now, yeah, you have some people that's over there that uh when WoW comes calling, they come back. Uh, you know, and largely that's the people that actually live in the area and they can probably accommodate the schedule. I mean, Lana Starr, I think she lives in L.A., so when it starts taping, she can accommodate that. But what do you do when you're, when you're not, or, or you have other things you have to take care of? I mean, look, you go back a couple of years to what, uh, revamp number two, uh, one of the interviews I had is with Frost. And I know she said it kind of in a joking way, but not. She was like, if they don't hurry up and come back around pretty soon, I'm going to fight him, him being uh, David McClain. Because, like, I can't sit and wait for a while to come back so I can reprise a role that I haven't played. And I, I think at the time when I talked to it, it might have been a year and a half going on two years. So by the time Wild did actually come back around, she she was done. She she had removed herself from being a wrestler, even though they still use her footage and stuff like that, which, which they're right. But she's she's a stunt woman, and, and that has become her primary job. And I know one of the other ladies that was working in the wild at the time, it did the same thing. Santana Garrett, you know, that she she's another one. I remember when the first Mae Young Classic came around. She was the she was the active maybe active is the wrong word. She was the reigning WoW champion when she walked into the Mae Young Classic. In his first year, I think that first year was with uh, 2016, I think. Now, granted, she didn't walk on the WWE television with the wild belt, but she hadn't lost it. And, you know, it, it's things like that. It's like you, you have uh, these girls who <clears throat> find these other opportunities, and then after a while, it's like, I, I, I have to go. Cage Heat. They were at the beginning of what was supposed to have been 
a tag team tournament. And then by the time Wild went to Access TV, the start of the tag team tournament that was on their website never happened. It didn't, it didn't exist. As a matter of fact, Cage Heat was probably mentioned one time in the entirety of that season. Ne- never to be brought up. As they had a long season, a season-long tournament to crown new tag team champions. And now, in theory, you have new tag team champions. You have Kiera Hogan and you have Diamante. Both of which, yes, on their website and yes, publicly, they are a couple. They, they, it's not something that they're hiding, but they're also signed to two different wrestling promotions. Diamante works primarily with AEW. Kira Hogan just won the Knockouts Tag Team Championships with Impact Wrestling. And at this point, I would doubt that if either one of those companies said, hey, look, we need you, and going to WoW is going to interfere with that, then they're going WoW's going to wind up doing the same thing they did two years ago. Got to wipe the slate clean all over again. Got to have a new tournament. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. At this stage, come up with a backup plan. If nothing else, you got Facebook Live, you got YouTube, you got something. And I know WoW is doing whatever it can to try to push itself away from being viewed in the same light as all these other independent uh, women wrestling promotions and what have you. But good grief, man. How many times do you have to do this? How many times is it going to take for you to decide to flip this around and do something else? I mean, yeah, it it would be much better served for everybody that's involved with that product for them to have television. I'm sure of that. But I'm also sure that they got like at least three or four episodes that's in the can right now that nobody's going to see until they get bored enough to release it onto their website or possibly YouTube or something like that is just gonna sit around until it's outdated material. You got a champ, two champions in that company that ain't defended the titles at all. You got an angle that started on the last episode of the tag team tournament that is going nowhere. You got a manager for a team that that's been introduced that she's. More or less, can't even get, I'm not going to say can't get booked with them. They probably are not booked with her. Because I don't think that Exile, outside of WoW, has any interest in wrestling anyplace else. Or any of the other WoW girls who weren't wrestlers already. Faith the Lioness. If you follow her on Instagram, she got a lot of stuff going on. And wrestling is not one of them. And I'm sure she enjoys WoW. She was very good at it. Very good at it. She looks the part. She has a natural aptitude for it. I would love to see her try to, you know, take a couple of indie bookings or something like that. I, I mean, she ain't got to work underneath being Faith Delina. See, I'm sure she can come up with another name. But <laughs> by all... By all accounts, it doesn't look like she has any interest in doing that whatsoever. Maybe I'm wrong, but it doesn't seem like that is anything that she's interested in doing. Ah, the Beast. She's another one. Won the title. 
Nothing since then. You know, I, and I, and as, as I'm sitting here thinking, I, I would believe some of the stuff that you could do as a promotion could be, okay, look, guys, we don't have TV, maybe just to keep the interest alive, because it's not like they didn't do some of this already, like when uh, the, the wrestling, uh, WrestleCon, that took place up in Jersey, oh, was, it, was it Jersey? Or North Carolina, one of the two. I, I, I'm, I'm off. I don't have the, the note in front of me. But uh, it's not like they haven't played with other people at some point. They did. And I know that was probably out of lack of options, but the fact of the matter is that they got to a point where they had to play with somebody else. At this stage, I would at least allow the wild champion or somebody, look, we we need you to do, go defend this title on somebody else's show. Work out some partnerships with another promotion, anything, just, just to keep the brand aware and have some sort of content available. It doesn't take much for you to say, look, guys, hey, we want to work with you. I know you're a small promotion, and we, we just need to get the wild brand out here. All we need is we'll pay you X amount of dollars to let us, let us have a wild match on your show in this ring. And let us keep the content so we can put it up on Facebook or something like any. I don't know. And that, that's just something off the top of my head. WoW is not that much different, technically speaking, than what the NWA, Billy Corgan's NWA is right now. For those of you that have watched the NWA on uh, on YouTube, like before the pandemic hit and before the, the speaking out movement happened, because Lagana got caught with, caught with his pants down, it, it uh, figuratively speaking, got him in trouble. Got got him fired, or or, or he quit, which whichever way you want to take it. But when that happened, it hurt the entire product because he was basically the production. And then behind that, you know, not necessarily in this order, pandemic happens and everything that they had going from that point, you know, was ceased. It just had to. It came to a grinding halt. And then what wound up happening over the course of time is that you had so many people leave. Ricky Starks shows up on AEW. Zicky Dice asked to get out of his contract. Uh, Allison Kay says, oh, I'm a, I'm a free agent now. She makes the announcement on her thing that she's a free agent. Uh, James Storm goes back to Impact Wrestling. And on and on and on. I think Marty Bell, she's another one. That uh, Melina went back to WWE. Now I don't know if she's uh, there full time, but she went back. And you could go down the line. It's like one after the other. These people, they had to, they had to go. And there's nothing against the NWA, but what else could they do? They couldn't sit there and wait. Wow is just like that. It's like. How long can they sit there and wait? Thunder Rosa, perfect example, because she belonged to both of them. She was, what, Serpentine? And I know she took the Cobra Moon name to WoW for a moment and then to turn, transition that to Serpentine or something like that. <clears throat> and she was, a, she was a wild superstar or superhero. 
And she was also the NWA Women's Champion. <laughs> not not all that long ago. But she, you know, and, and the last couple of good matches that she had on there wasn't even on NWA television. It was something that took place in AEW. And that was because AEW cut them a break. Let's be honest. AEW gave, cut them a break and allowed them to show their brand on their television when they needed it the most. Wild needs whoever that is going to be. Whatever promotion that out there that has some pity on them, and that's what it's going to be, is going to be some promotion that has pity on them to allow them to use their brand on their on their television. And at this stage, and I hope Jeannie Buss hears this, it is no longer the time to be fucking picky. Either let them do it or just stop. Just announce that, you know, wow's done. If you're not going to do it anymore, I mean... How how much how much more of this can you do? How much longer can you go? How many more times in hiatus can there be? And another thing, what is with this treating this thing like a TV show? I mean, I know that the Wow is primarily regarded between you know in in the Wow universe as a television show more so than it is a wrestling promotion, but it doesn't work. It doesn't seem to work. Like the second that TV is done with WoW, WoW loses its, its, its momentum. It loses its stride. And then it reverts back to doing what it's doing. Hang on, guys. We got a big announcement. And, and you know, and that was another thing. I had somebody on their Facebook page and fans, you have to stop doing this. He saw that announcement and immediately assumed that, oh, WoW's coming back to television. That's what the announcement is. He... Didn't fact check it, didn't didn't ask any questions, just put it up on their face. Well, you know that's what it is. It's, it's coming to, back to TV. And the announcement was they were having sales on T-shirts. That was it. Didn't, you know, can't can't jump to conclusions like that. That was that was the wrong thing to do. But it, but all of that to say is like you got to stop leaving these people lingering you have to stop leaving them lingering either tell be up front and tell them we are searching for television or we are going to revamp this whole thing and maybe try the new way which is what they should do should try this thing a new way because the way that you've been doing it is not working it doesn't work i'll repeat that the way that wow has been doing this since 2001 is not working. Change it. Get you a get you a different strategy. Even if you have to create your own streaming service, do something. That's the whole reason the WWE studio, I mean not studios, WWE Network exists. They couldn't sell the WWE product anymore, and the investment man wanted to make sure that hey. If nothing else, I'll always have a place that I can put on my content when I want to. Say what you will about that guy. I know a lot of people are like, oh, he's lost it and this, that, and the other. But you know what? He was forward thinking, and he got around it. I don't know if Wow has that kind of money. I know Jeannie Buzz has some money, and I'm, I'm not privy to her uh, finances. But I would assume that you could get that if you really wanted to. I just leave it at that.
Anyhow, I think that is a, a I wasn't intending on going on a rant about the wow for for that. I actually had other stuff that I was going to talk about, but I but I will uh I will bring that up into another podcast. I I <laughs> had no intentions of going going this 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 way. Uh actually I will say this before I go is that uh, somebody left a comment about one of our favorite people uh, formerly in the independent wrestling circuit, Aja uh, Smith, now, well, now known as Aja Smith, Aja Pereira, which one of our, our favorite young ladies in the business. And uh, he left a, a comment. I don't have it in front of me. I will, go, I will make sure I do it in the next one. But uh, more or less saying he can't understand why the WWE didn't see anything in her. So I uh, and and I don't think that that's the case, and that, and I want to make sure that I clarify that I responded to him there, but I think it's a, a a interesting enough topic to talk about in full. So I want to talk about that, <clears throat> and also I um, I'm going to get back into doing some television reviews. Um, particularly, I have become really fond of the knockouts uh, division on Impact in the last couple of weeks. So I think I, I think I want to start talking about Impact Wrestling to some degree. But of course, the the primary focus for me will be the knockouts. But I'll talk about the entirety of the show. And and, and we brought up NWA here for a moment. And uh, what is the show? Uh, Shockwave. So there's no more NWA power, but apparently there's NWA Shockwave. So I may start talking about that as well. If you have anything else that you'd like me to discuss or you'd like uh, to uh, bring up for me to answer, uh, please feel free to uh, drop a line, send a, a, a comment, and what have you. If you are new to this podcast, thank you for tuning in. If you have listened before, thank you for returning. If you haven't gone to our website or YouTube channel, please do so. And also, for those of you that are you know, looking for ways to support the show, we have shirts. There are shirts available. The WPN shirts are up, and they are available at Teespring. All you got to do is click the link. It will take you directly over to the uh, Teespring store, and you can uh, pick up a shirt. And you, all your purchases, of course, will go towards helping keep this podcast going, helping us book matches with some of your favorite talents and stars so we can put those videos up for your viewing pleasure. Uh, of course, equipment to, to keep this thing rolling. And uh, just, just the overall support, you know, that, that it all filters back in. Uh, I think we're going to start opening up maybe the Super Chats, the Patreon, one or, one or two, if not both. <clears throat> and uh, try to, we're going to try to make 2021 a great year and keep things back on track. Matter of fact, not just keep them on track. Keep them on track is, is that, that's mediocre. We're, we're going to try to make this thing grow. That's the objective. That is our goal. We want to try to make the Women's Peralta Network grow as an entity. And we need your help and your support to do that. Now, I appreciate everybody that has given it this much, this long, so far. And let's see where we can take it. 
So that's it, folks. I appreciate your time, your effort, your listening to this program. This has been Mr. Green. You have been listening to the Rights and Wrongs of Pearlston Podcast. And this is Mr. Green saying that this is Mr. Green saying so long, and we'll see you on the next go-round.